I hope I caught that. Oh, you can stay it's, on. It's, a, sh- it's a shame there's not a video to that. Right. We're, we're working on it. At some point there will be, and it's going to be something else. I think we're actually going to lose uh, subscribers when we start adding video <laughs> content and others. Right. It's going to, the, the audience the is going to change. Yeah. 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 Are you into bears? Now we're going to have uh, Monopoly in the bear market. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Oh, if you think I'm above that, you are wrong, sir. Oh, I can make mad money off my feet. I already know it. how long my toes are. I can make mad money. He's so confident. <laughs> He's like, I've measured them. They're well above the national average. Crush some fruit. <laughs> Just stomping stuff. So now that we got the serious stuff out. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. so our stupid usual intro. I'm Jeremy Futrell. Matt McDougal. And we're here with... Nikita Marzano. Yay! Yay. Guys, we have another guest finally. <laughs> um, so, uh, Nikita, what would your uh, your bio tagline be if anyone hasn't heard of you or doesn't know who you are? Uh, she's a brick house? That's, I mean, that's like a... That's going to be I the love. subtitle of this episode. We found it early. Yeah. Nikita, a brick house. Yeah. I love it. Um, so... I guess the more formal version is a elite level women's thrower, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Strongman competitor, two once in a while, kind of, uh, sort of. Twice for yeah. fun. Yeah, we all do it for funsies. That's right. Um, what else have I done? Moss wrestling. Yeah, man, there are a lot of similarities. Patty, have you ever moss wrestled? We need to get um, you doing technically that. Technically, once in Norway. Okay, then yeah, this room oh, is very similar. Once similarly. in Norway. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Matt and I really talked ours up to make it sound way cooler than it was. Mine was at the Arnold's. Yeah, Nikita, same here. Nikita was supposed to go to Poland with me, and I was yes. so excited because I didn't know anyone else that was going, and then no, she backed out at the I last minute. I went to Poland? For Maltrussing. Yeah, for yeah, Do you even listen to the podcast? All because of yes. Chad Clark. Sure. All because of Chad Clark. Yeah, shout out Chad yeah. Clark, yeah. who we're going to try and pressure into coming on to the podcast before this weekend is over. Oh, is he? He's so nervous. We'll mellow him out. Yeah. Give him a few We won't ride Give him a few something. No, 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 no. We're going we're gonna to lull him into a sense of security, start recording, <laughs> and then ambush him. Uh, yeah, so what we usually do uh, is like, what was your entrance into like strength sports in general? How did that start? Did it start off with Highland Games and throwing, or did it start somewhere else and evolve into this ridiculous fucking sport? Cool question. Um, so I've been an athlete all my life. I was really big into basketball when I was younger, but then I had some leg injuries happen. Started doing indoor track just because they had us lifting a little bit more because I was going to do throwing, obviously not running. And um, from that, I got really into it. My throws coach was really great. And this was in high school. Where'd you grow up? What area uh, of? uh, Hatfield, Pennsylvania. So that's Montgomery County, right outside of Philadelphia. Cool. And my throws coach was someone I really admired. He was a bot. He actually did bodybuilding. He was older, but he would show us pictures. He did like. Wait, this man showed high school girls pictures yes. of him in bodybuilding competitions? Yes. He was just, he was uh, kind of a funny dude. No, no, not crazy. I'm sure he was. I'm sure he was funny. So, <laughs> but he was very great in the weight room. Like, he knew okay. what he was doing. He got all of us on great, uh, like, lifting schedules. Yeah, he was real hands on. <laughs> Shut up. Shame. Um, but he saw potential in me to throw an outdoor. Okay. And at this point in time, I was like, 
five years into lacrosse, like serious lacrosse player. Is there a difference? Because this is my ignorance, because I'm the only person in this room who never threw official track and field. What is the difference event-wise between indoor and outdoor? I know there's indoor weight throws, right? Like, isn't so, that a thing? So, where you're at. Okay. For me, where I was at for high school, all we could do in indoor was uh, shot put. Okay. But in college, I got to do indoor weight throw. Cool. Same in Virginia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, it all depends where yeah. you're so, at. I don't know, man. I just started throwing in the Highland right. games in my 20s, so I don't yeah. know what. We, we would still throw disc indoors, but just because we had nets to throw into. But we, we didn't actually compete in it. It wasn't a pointed event. Mm-hmm. I told them, why are you bringing it up? Let's go. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. I like to pose in my mirror. It doesn't make me a bodybuilder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Looks, there has to be conflict for this whole thing to work. <laughs> so, yeah, I got into that, and my lacrosse coach kind of caught wind that my throws coach was telling me I would be decent at throwing an outdoor, which included discus and javelin and these other events. Okay. And uh, she wasn't too thrilled, and she confronted him and told him that I would never be better at, like, be good at anything other than lacrosse. Um, she was a younger teacher, a younger coach. She was probably in her, like, mid-20s. Okay. So she was a little bit closer in age to me, um, but I just really didn't like what she had to say. So I chose not to do lacrosse that year, and I did outdoor track. And then I ended up getting recruited, uh, went to Widener University in Chester, PA, and I threw for four years there. Cool. What event did you throw specific events in college, or how did that? I threw all four events in outdoor, which was interesting because my mobility went down the drain when I started lifting heavier. Mm-hmm. Um, so Javelin was kind of like, no, just try to get all this, like, try to get some points. Get out and there. I usually did get yeah, some yeah, yeah. points somewhere. Some guy just got a record for throwing it, like, all of two feet. Yeah. So, you know, you do whatever you gotta do. But indoor, you know, I would do shot and weight throw, and then outdoor I would do shot with discus, hammer, and jab. Okay. Do you have a favorite out of those? I really liked hammer throw, cool. and I would love to throw that again. I haven't thrown it in so long. Oh, that's exciting. I mean, other than Scottish Hammer, but yeah, know, sure. It's, it's not the same. It's a little different. It's not the same. Says the guy that's never thrown a wire hammer a day in his life. I mean, you can still compete unattached. I know. Yeah, 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 you can. Yeah. I don't know. I threw a five-pound weight plate the other day, so I'm officially a discus right. thrower. <laughs> Screw you guys. Um, well, sweet. Then how did that transform? How'd you get into the Highland Games? Was it one to the other? Was there a break? What, so what there happened? there was a break. I graduated college. I was lifting at Iron Sport Gym in Glen Olden, which is run by Steve Pulsinella. If you don't know, I've heard of that guy. I'd be surprised. He's all right. Oh uh, yeah, he's okay. I've never actually met him. He is a character. I'm just a one degree of separation. Didn't he run the competition we almost went and did? <laughs> yeah, we had another thing going on, but we were gonna go. Oh, that's yeah. a shame. If you you gotta check out Iron Sport too. Yeah, so we just wanted to do the dildo comp. <laughs> that was that was our whole goal. <laughs> But okay. he got me into it. Okay. <laughs> he, he broke me down. I was doing powerlifting, and I got really burnt out from powerlifting. Mm-hmm. And he kept hassling me, like, you need to do Highland Games. You need to do Highland Games. And finally, I said, okay. Okay. How was your, uh, how long was your powerlifting career, quote, unquote? Probably, like, two and a half years. Yeah. Deadlifting your favorite one? Yeah, of course. If I had to guess. Because it's the only yeah. thing I've ever seen videos of you doing, I think. Yeah, it's I think I've seen, one. like, one squat video, and then the rest are all deadlifts. Oh, that's the best. Oh, yeah. What, what total did you get up to? Um, so I just did a powerlifting meet. I think my last one I did in 2019 for fun. I did 450 squat. I did 225 bench. And I think I got 
five fifteen in deadlift that okay, day. Okay, so like twelve, thirteen hundred somewhere in there. Yeah, I guess. Awesome. But now I've 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 deadlifted probably be five knocking on twelve hundred pounds. Yeah. In the gym. Nice. Yeah. So. Okay, so then Steve got you into the Highland Games, and then. How did that feel for you? Because I feel like some people get into it and immediately love it. Some people get into it and it's a weird love-hate for a while or like what? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Um, I just thought, especially coming from powerlifting, mm-hmm. that community That's super is boring and they're not really that nice. I don't care what anyone has to say. No. They're not. No, and even when you meet a nice person on meet day... It's like a weird experience because nice on meat day just means you rub chalk on my back. You don't yeah. have a conversation. You don't like. You don't hang out afterwards. Yeah. Like there's none of that. There's no eight hours in the pool. No. That's what that sport is missing. I know. It is. Stupid. Idiots. God. But God. the camaraderie, the, com- mm-hmm. the camaraderie, like really drew me into Highland Games, and I mm-hmm. just I don't know. I fell in love with it. Who was the crowd that you started? What year did you start throwing in the Highland Games? Twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. So like, who was the main crew that you ended up? associating with then because it was still in this region right so my first game was actually up in Queechee I don't know what that is okay it's a place in Vermont I was like that could be on Mars I've never heard of that game actually I think it's back this year but it it stopped for a few years there um it's a small game up in Vermont uh but I did most of my games like down in this area so like a lot of the people you see down here Beauvais John Collins Heather McKenzie yeah Haddock (laughs) tomato potato (laughs) But a lot of these, like, done... Dave's daughter. It's fine. (laughs) Okay. How did you do in your first game? What was that like? Walk us through, if you can, how that went. It went okay. Yeah? Did you win? I think I did. Yeah. Fucking track and field Which I think a lot of people didn't like me. Oh, a bunch of people won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This chick just came in and she did this. And Uh I specifically remember there was, like, the caber. And I've never touched a caber. Yeah. So I was like, Steve, what should I do? He's like, just do this. And that's why I still, to this day, pick the caber up like a baby. That's what I do. Fucking track and field people. Guess what? If you're strong enough to do Uh it, it's Mm -hmm. the smarter option. Because you get it under control. And then once you have it under control, you slip your other hand under. If you could row six plates it wouldn't be a problem <laughs> so here's my thing i don't think i don't do it be- i just think i've always done the traditional pick so i never bothered learning any other way sure, sure. and so i'm i'm very confident in see, it. I like i don't the, have... i was under the pressure it was competition time it was like just oh no see i i literally cut down a tree in my backyard and i practiced it for like months with the greenest fucking oak tree i could find oh, and i only did traditional picks because i'd never heard of another way to do it and now i'm pretty decent at picking capers <laughs> Like, well, I always overpick the shit out of them, so it's just like. So that if, if they end up super light, I still will. Mm-hmm. But honestly, at our games, if if I figure that out on the first one, if I, as long as I turn an eleven and a twelve on the next two, who gives a shit? Fine. So, um, all right, cool. So you went in and won. Did any of the events give you like a ton of trouble outside of? Well, I'm assuming Wob. you turn the caber once you. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, Wob is just a very particular event. And everyone thinks it's not. They'll watch strongmen come in. And throw like sixteen feet, and they don't realize that they're actually doing it poorly. Yeah, and they could be throwing nineteen just if they. They're strong, they're just yeah, they're doing a them. weird squat hip thrusty thing that's not the most efficient way to throw it. And yeah, yeah, it, it yeah. Wob still to this day. It's just, it's <laughs> Didn't you go to the record breakers for Wob? I did. What the? I've I Wob. hate Wob. I, I mean, I throw, I did you have the record in that at one point? Yeah. No? no. No. Okay, we're gonna get to talking about records here in a little bit i don't want to oh god yeah, nice thermostat number by the way <laughs> um nice <laughs> nice yeah. 
420 degrees in here, guys. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's Patty's uh, lightweight PR. Yeah. yeah. Kill yourself. Um, <laughs> you want to go pro next year and you can't hit 70? You should jump off a bridge. I'll give you a bunker if you shave your mustache down to just here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can make this happen. I have a pocket knife. It's pretty sharp. With guest spot, Jordan Patty. Yeah, Jordan is here in the room, guys. I'm, I was going to try and edit most of his crap out, but it won't happen at a certain point. He was supposed so. to sit in the corner and watch, but here we are. He's I'm bad at taking instructions. Good, no. I'm very good at that. I'm a little slow. You're great at sitting in a corner and watching. <laughs> but he's not dressed like Superman. <laughs> Mike's revision's a little out of whack. It does. Um, it's too light in here for Jordan. <laughs> I'm used to dark corners. Yeah, it's used to way more dudes. <laughs> this ratio's way off. <laughs> it's not good enough. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, God, that was horrible. You need to get the fuck out of this room, Jordan. You're going to derail this whole thing. All right, so Wob gave you problems. Um, do you remember roughly like what you were throwing your first year in the games? Uh, and did it, like, do the stupidly high increase really quick thing once you got used to throwing? Can you imagine that happening? It'd be crazy. It'd be insane. <laughs> oh, Haley, are you listening? This happens. Strange how that works. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, like, Wob was maybe, like, 14 feet. Yeah, you hated it, but you threw the best of the day, but you hated it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think my lightweight was, like, 70 feet. Heavy was maybe like in the mid thirties. I don't know. <laughs> I'd love to throw seventy feet ever, much less in my first game. <laughs> That'd be really nice. But, All right. I don't know. Then it just kind of plateaued. Like I got better, and then mm-hmm. it just plateaued. So it's, I don't know. All right. So we'll. Uh, then what's your favorite event now? Like what? What are you most excited to throw? Always sheaf. Sheaf. Always sheaf. Okay. I like sheaf a lot. Sheaf is fun. Everyone loves sheaf, right, Chad Clark? <laughs> sheaf. Everyone Ash loves Sheaf. We have the world Sheaf champion in the room, too. We do. The IHGF. Who the hasn't IHGF. won Sheaf at his last two cops. <laughs> in fact, he lost to me. Hey, I didn't say he was the best Sheaf thrower in the room. I just said he was the champ. Sometimes this line of work, you just got to deal with it. Yeah. We got to go to one of the 18 federations <laughs> and win a world championship. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you can say this line of work if you're not one of them. Yeah, you're not getting paid, bud. We're, <laughs> I don't get paid. We're, but we're still AMs. You in, should this, be. in this line of hobby. You haven't gotten paid yet. That's true. <laughs> but I am a world champion, so. Yeah. Cool. Get wrecked. Um, you can go to Poland. <laughs> no, I didn't. I landed my ancestors. Yeah. <laughs> Which side? No, anyway. Um, anyway. All right, so Sheaf is your favorite. Let's uh, let's break down your PRs across events for everyone. Like, what on your best days? What have you thrown? Okay, uh, Wob was nineteen feet. Okay, mid. Uh, <laughs> uh, open stone probably like 43, 44 feet. Was that what the really nice, like, pretty stone? A nice, that, uh, good yeah. stone, like the ones that you don't get that often if yeah. at all. Um, Braemar probably like. 35, 36 feet. Okay. Uh, let's see. Lightweight, I threw... This was in Pleasanton. I threw... Was it 90 feet? I think it was back in 2019. Pretty sure it was over 90. Yeah. It, it might have been 90 and changed, yeah, but... Yeah, it might have been like 90. This is low 90s, guys. That was, a, that was a huge
PR, though. That was, like, yeah. a 10-foot PR or something mm-hmm. stupid. I remember getting a video of that at some point when it happened. Either someone yeah. sent it to me or you posted it And that's still something. the field record there, I think. I'm sure it is. Um. <laughs> there aren't a ton of people throwing 90. <laughs> that weight was awesome. It it's had happening. A, it had an Olympic hammer handle on it. Nice. Oh. Which I was like, that was the best, and then it broke the following Are we doing that for our comp? Yeah, we are. We should. They're so thin, though. That's the point. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's great when you throw... Too, yeah, so it's nice. yeah, it's great when you throw with a glove. Yeah, some of us are men and don't throw with gloves. Some of us I'm worried about my little hands. <laughs> <laughs> By little hands, I mean my very large <laughs> hands. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> uh, heavyweight, I think 46 feet is my PR. Okay, um. What do I have left here? I mean, caper obviously Hammers. Is, is what it is. Yeah. Uh, light hammer, I've thrown like a hundred feet. Okay. Uh, heavy hammer, I want to say I've thrown like high seventies, maybe eighty feet. Okay. Sweet. How would you say that ranks up as far as against the rest of like the elite women's class? So something we have had a lot of all-fair discussions about, but we don't know that much about is the women's class because there just aren't as many of you guys. Mm-hmm. So it becomes very hard to look at a database and figure out what's going on just because the numbers end up all over the place because you'll have, like, the U's and the Emily's of the world at this end, but then it seems like the bulk is, like, significantly in a different part of the bell curve. And then there's another, like, it's it's very weird if you were to chart it out. Yeah, so I just, like, use 2019 as my prime example because that was when I was, I would like to say, at my peak. Yeah. <laughs> um, so those numbers were definitely, like, I think I was in top five. Yeah. Easy. And that's sure. with, like, the, you know, Megan McKee, Emily, you know. Is it Alyssa and some Alyssa, other? Uh, oh, my God. It's so bad. I just blank on everyone's name. I haven't seen everyone. Well, I also only ever see, because, like, elite classes, at least in Virginia, I don't know what they're doing in the rest of the world, have only really become a thing probably since, like, 19-ish, right? Chad started pushing for them, and then Massa started doing some stuff as well. I want to say like 17, 18 is when they started to really start to do things okay. for the women. See, I didn't and come into the sport till 18, so I'm, I'm just saying I didn't see a lot of it my first year. Then it started to pick up and gain momentum. And then COVID. Yeah. And it was then, great. It was great. Yeah, it was literally like <laughs> we were on the cusp of so many things changing positively in the sport. That and then was COVID crazy happened. because that year at the Arnold, so 2020 at the Arnold, were you there? Mm-hmm. That the COVID Arnold mm-hmm. was just like the most bizarre I heard it was a trippy experience and coolest yeah. thing I've ever been a part of because we got to actually watch and everyone there was an athlete yeah yeah. and we got to appreciate each other yep. doing the sport that you were competing in and I never got to see people compete before because there'd be so many spectators yeah. like, I'm not you can't see anything else that. that's going on yeah so that was pretty neat cool um so let's get off of it briefly because you did do some rogue record breaker stuff I did at an Arnold or two right how did that go over? We'll get back to Highland Games, but I just want to touch on, like, all the little highlights. So, the one year I just did the weight for height, mm-hmm. it was me, Olivia, and Denise. Uh, none of us got it. But it was rough, because... Okay. What was the record y'all were trying to break? We were just trying to throw, I think, like, 19 feet. Okay. I think that was it, just on stage. Was but that the same year that Half Thor set the record? Yes. Okay, I thought so. were going yeah. back and forth. Yeah, with, like, 19-1 and then 20, and then, yeah, it was a... But Hathor makes it look like it's not Stupid fucking... And he throws strong. it... He throws it goddamn like an yeah. idiot. It's all shoulder, but if my shoulder was the size of a beach ball, yeah. it'd probably go really high, too. 
But what people don't know is that there's not really a warm-up space. Mm. So it was like... I, I never knew that any thought. Here's, yeah. here's a sandbag and behind this curtain in the back that you kind of get the toss-up. But tossing the sandbag is not the same as tossing. No, 100% it. not. And then it's I like, never okay. threw one until y'all's comp the other day when I was judging it and I fucked yeah. around with it. And it's crazy different. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, get on stage and throw your wob. So <laughs> We're starting at 18. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that might have been the height we started at. And yeah. none of us got it because we were just like all... Flustered. Flustered. That, was, that was us this year for the, the Danny Stones. They're like, here's two loading pins. We don't have the right handles. Someone did that was competing, but mm-hmm. you have two loading pins, you don't have handles for them, and you're 400 pounds in plates. Figure it out. Yeah. Great. Sweet. So we're going to make a 300 pound jump here in a right. minute? Awesome. <laughs> cool. Yeah. That'll work yeah. out well. Man, it'd be a shame if that was run by athletes and things. But it's whatever. an experience. Like it really is. Like people don't realize what it's like. I, so I've never, I've never even been to an Arnold, much less competed at one. And for a long time, it was a goal, and then now it just seems weird. Like it just seems like it would be odd. I don't know. What like throwing inside? Yeah, throwing a five event game inside, and I think, I think the twenty ninth, like prior to COVID, was really the peak of it, and it looks super mm-hmm. cool. And when I've seen it in the years past, like very recently, it just looks weird. It looks different. It doesn't. It's, like, a shame because it depends what time of day you're throwing and what day you're actually throwing. Yeah. But for me to, like, take time off of work, potentially, and drive that spend, far... Spend, spend all that money. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, do I want to gamble on it being either a super cool experience or a mediocre experience? Or just you know? watch. Yeah. 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 Or a yeah. game where I don't throw implements I usually throw in a space I don't usually throw and then be mediocre. Like, yeah. what... It, and you might shank and hit someone, and it's a Oh, I don't give a shit about that. You came over and stood here. You knew the risk. I don't give a shit about you or your baby. Um, fuck them kids. Uh, <laughs> never throwing a hammer through a baby carriage, so, you know, it could be worse. Extra 20 points. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, if the baby catches it, they get crowned. <laughs> they don't think it's scalped. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right, sweet. So... We want to know, as a female that's been competing in this sport, what is good, what is bad about the women's classes? Like, is there anything... Because we have opinions as outsiders, but that's all they are, is opinions as outsiders. Like, I can look at it anecdotally and say, this seems weird. And I can start you off with some stuff, and we can just get sure. you... Yeah. Cool. The weights. Okay, are fine. they weighted correctly, would you say? What do you mean? Like, should they be heavier? I feel like more and more as the sport grows and we get a depth of talent, it appears that you have women that just start throwing the lightweight 90 feet pretty quickly. So, you know, when things like that are happening, where they're not happening on scale in the men's class that's already, quote-unquote, deeper talent-wise. Well, this is what I'll have to say. And this all yeah. comes back to not having a designated, like, professional women's class. Mm-hmm. Because, as you all know, when you're designated as a professional man, and I'm using quotations here, yeah, yeah, yeah. because we all know yeah. it's like, oh, I'm a pro. Yeah. Yeah. But, Fuck you, know, you Matt. Everyone, <laughs> everyone's still got to work a full-time job at the end yeah. of the day. So, uh, you guys work. <laughs> you guys do those things? Um, yeah. <clears throat> but being a full-time, you know, pro male athlete, you can't compete in, like, these open amateur mm-hmm. competitions anymore. Yeah. Meanwhile an elite woman okay. I can compete wherever I want yeah with whoever There's... I want I mean alright I'll go against people that are throwing 15 20 feet less than me and crush them 
yeah. knowing I'm going to come in there that day and crush them. And it, I don't have to be paid. I can show up wherever. I can do whatever. So until, and I actually brought this point about having women that are competing in master's classes, also competing in open, don't think that's appropriate if you want to establish a real professional mm-hmm. elite women's class. Or if people sign up and throw a master's game and then say, hey, I'm going to go for this record for the open class or vice versa. Yeah. You, you can't, you can't. Your scores change. count for whatever you signed up yeah. for, even if we're not going to. Yes. Yeah. That, I've so, seen that happen a time or two where people have been like, oh, I'm going to take a shot at this because it's this record. It's not the class you're competing yeah, in that exactly. day. That, that's the one thing powerlifting has right. If I signed up for the 220 raw class versus the classic raw class, whatever I do that day is going to count for only that. Yep. Like, even if I did it without wraps, if I out-squatted the guy in wraps, guess what? The guy in wraps won his division because that's what they signed up to compete in that day. Unless you paid double Now, are, yeah, then unless, that's fine. But there's a system more. for it. Yeah. There is a clear delineation for... I'm signing up for push-pull and full power, and I want my numbers to count for both. This is because the everyone has agreed that there is a rule book of we're doing this, and this is what's going to count. And this is part of the problem happen. with, like, NASCA. We have some ladies that are competing in Masters and competing in Open still. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in Masters women, you get to, like, the heavyweights are, you know, seven pounds later. Bob, yeah. seven pounds later. So it's like those scores that they're getting. The ratings are inflated. Yeah. They look inflated. Mm-hmm. That is, NASCA so, is a, I didn't realize this until we had two female athletes that started training with us often. And I tried to go into NASCA because we have spreadsheets of all of our shit to try and figure out what we need to hit, what our goals are, yada, yada. Trying to figure that out for women or lightweight women or any of that is a fucking mess. They don't even have drop-down tabs for some of the classes. They end up throwing them... It's like... It's lightweight C is actually open lightweight women. And no one knows how to change the name of that tab into a... We just call them lightweight Cs? When... It doesn't even say women lightweight C. It just says lightweight C. I don't... It doesn't make any sense. I don't... I don't understand it. We've got... So what I was talking about specifically, though, was like... Should it be... What is it? 28 and... It's... 16? Or what's 14. your lightweight? It's 28 and 14 right now. Is that appropriate? Because I feel like we keep getting really strong women in here. And so if that I mean, continues there's no happening. reason why if they, but they'd have to establish a concrete yeah. class of professional women. Now, would like you it, then make the weights different for pro women than open women? That's what I think that should happen. Why okay. not? I mean, they kind of no. have it. Our sport is made up. There is no reason why not. there's no reason why not. You can do whatever There's no want. reason why this fucker shouldn't throw a 64 tomorrow instead of a 56. Or the fact that the pro I'm men, fine with that. The pro men throw It'll a make us look better. Right. The AMs throw a 16. Unless you're at some games, and then they do have the AMs throw a 20. Yeah. Because like, they know they have a bunch of 27-plus throwers, and they don't. their standards go to 30. <laughs> yeah, they only yeah, it, it, none of it makes any sense. So would that solve most of, without getting into all of the potential issues of the women's class, would unifying it under something like solve a lot of that for you if everyone could get together and agree on something? I think so, that, yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I think it needs to happen. I mean, we want to be taken more seriously, but then it's like we have these, like, discrepancies of people mm-hmm. doing this and then doing that and then doing this. You can't keep going and it's back in the, and forth. We it, just had some, some people that like to still compete in open women, which is fine because you can do that right now. Yeah. Go compete in Masters Championships in Switzerland. So it's like... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't disagree. I, come on, man. Like, I can't go do that. So, there's, so how is that fair? Right, I'm so not included in that. I think the flip side of the coin, and I don't agree with this, 
But I think what they're saying is it's in the name of growing the sport, right? They're saying, well, we need more women involved, period. So let's just kind of That's great, but make you it can't the- water down records and you can't water down yes. like, the distance. Because here's the thing. You're growing it at what cost? Yes. Uh, do and we that's wa- with any sport do, anywhere. Because by inviting more, be it mediocrity or lax or whatever term you want to apply to any of it, that's all you're growing. If you want to actually grow good athletes, you need to prioritize good athletes and give them a space to shine in, as opposed to just letting people run rampant. I'll let Matt talk yeah. for a while. You haven't talked well, any of this fucking episode, bud. Go ahead. Yeah. At the end of the day, we are performers. Like yeah. we are paid performers, so we need to put on a show for the people watching. We do, but everyone talks about growing the sport, and we'll never grow past this point yeah. if we don't do a little more. I just know, a little more. I, and I agree, but at the end of the day, like we don't have to be the best in the world, no. but there has to be a little bit. There's got to be some sort of structure. Interested. Even in world, <laughs> look, world's Strongest Man as a competition is entertainment. If you want to see good strong man, you go to another show. Right. You actually know any... Right. Yeah. yeah, you but, go to the Arnold's or the Shaw Classic yeah. or something where people yeah. are actually doing quota. Right. There, shows, there yeah. are events at World's Strongest Man that if you know anything about strongman events, they're not actually that impressive. They just look good on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're doing them. So, but there needs to be a balance. And at least at that, they, they have delineations of how to get to World's Strongest Man. Even right. though it is an entertainment product now... There's a clear pathway to get there. There's a barrier of entry of some kind. Like, It is, back to what you were saying about the master's classes, it's especially frustrating as someone that is either on the cusp of being a pro you and get is making out. a transition where there are guys that are throwing that were good in 2011, but they're not anymore. And when the top 10 amateurs on NASCAR right now would beat the 15th and down on the pro list, it's like, well, the top 25, half of them are amateurs. So, why are we still having guys that are throwing mm-hmm. a thousand plus points worse than the tenth place amateur? Why are those guys getting invites to games that you have plenty of young guys that would fucking kill to go and throw? In yeah, those, right. And that's even just looking at their NASCA points. Much less if you looked at what they actually did at game to game. Right. It'd be yeah. even worse. Yeah, their, their game to game average is incredible, whereas the game to game average of a Masters athlete is often not great they'll kind of peak for individual events as they're trying to qualify for things or go to these um world championship air quote uh competitions yeah yeah i agree i think we all agree that watering down the sport and is not the correct way to do it i think you can make it approachable and get more people into it absolutely without making it less viable as a sport Mm -hmm. or what you can do is keep doing what they've been doing at the detriment of keeping and getting good people in the sport and then you're just going to have a bunch of cosplayers that run around and throw 20-foot open stones all day. And if that's what you want, that's what you'll get. That's fine. Yeah. But I'm going to go do something else. Like, <laughs> I've, I've had plenty of collegiate friends that are, you know, 67-foot mm-hmm. shot putters and 200-foot discus throwers. They've said, no, that looks funny. Like, I don't like the way it's set up. I'm not going to throw. Oh, if every and, really yeah. good collegiate thrower came right. to do Highland Games, oh, would be that would I'd, be the top I'd tier be, athlete. I'd be no games. one. My I would be nothing. Yeah. Came over. Yeah. I would die. I'd win, I'd I'd win no Caber. That's it. Like, <laughs> we'd all be in the top for tier. I mean, a, a great person, like, talk about track and field athlete, Jessica Bridenthal. Mm-hmm. She's a great track and field athlete, and that just carried her right over. See, when Megan McKee. Yeah. So. yeah, there's a reason why this jackalope went pro in his third year. It's because he had 15 years of experience throwing other really? stuff. Yeah. Like. Can't tell me it doesn't correlate. It, it 100% does. I, I didn't have to learn half the events. Well, literally, yeah, even throwing anything. Wrong. Look at uh, Beach through. Beach was a 
what, a pitcher for a long time? And even Nick yep. Aston just threw jab for the majority of his time. Yep. It, shit translates. If you were an athlete that applied force to an object that left your hand competitively, yeah. Yeah. Rotational you're going to have an yeah. easier time. Like, it just is what it is. Yeah. But I hate it. No. Oh. <laughs> Fuck all of you. Uh, football players carry over okay. They're not that great. That takes some work. Base, that's yeah. what I was saying. We're all right. Baseball yeah, yeah. Your hips are dog shit. <laughs> hey. You're injured as hell, Patty. You're, like you're almost degree. 10 years younger than me, and you're in horrible shape. I got one degree internal rotation in my left hip. <laughs> that's all you need. Degree. Blocking like what? Like you're talking to the chief world champion. Of IHTF. <laughs> Watch yourself. The only event that the hip for hips don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> the the one where you need no separation that one (laughs) um this is gonna devolve over and over again but fuck it no one listens to this um (laughs) yeah yeah, we were really professional until this point um let's see okay so then like if you could wave a little magic wand and set barriers for classes and all that how would you structure the women's class like let's say you had a good amount of interest like close to the same level of numbers of people competing as the men you know you had a thousand athletes in nazga as opposed to 400 or whatever the i think that's close to about what it ends up being right so let's say we double the women's class tomorrow snap of a finger how do we structure that to make it make sense like what i mean do you go by points do you go by games finishes what do you i don't think we should do games finishes i almost feel like it needs to be the distance in which you throw uh and the points overall like Okay. You get the points out of NASCA because I feel like you could have somebody that may finish finish first all the time, but maybe they're only throwing like. Oh, so there might be anyway. people. So there might be people that come to a game based solely on game wins that aren't that good. Hmm. Weird. Imagine hmm. a championship Weird. where two guys PR on Chief is twenty one feet. Yeah. Hmm. You imagine. We're not talking about me. Uh, <laughs> I want to clarify that. I might be the worst sheaf throw in this room, but it's not me. Uh, <laughs> still the tallest person in this room, goddammit. Whatever. Uh, that's all I got. You make me feel small. By a little. I'll take it. Just a, Just a hair. Flatten your hair down. Right. Suck it. Um, okay, so like, let's, uh, like, let's say that we had enough women athletes to do a B, an A, and a pro, right? Mm-hmm. Like, which is a reasonable split. I, I like that system. I think Matt and I have talked about it. I think real-world application, it's one of the better ways to break it down, right? So what would you draw out as your delineation marks for distance or however like you would do it? Like being a pro woman? Well, yeah. I mean... What, in, in a perfect world, this is no commentary on any specific people. Unless you want to name names, I don't give a fuck. I'm not a pro. <laughs> I'm not losing shit. Um, I mean, but, I haven't looked at the... Because there's, like, some newer girls that have been yeah. drawing... Um, then disclaimer: This is you going off of your gut of just what you like, feel. Yeah. I mean, come on, like rough numbers. Wild would have to be like seventeen feet. Yeah. For a pro woman, that's just my opinion. Cool. Uh, lightweight for distance, probably like seventy-five minimum. Totally reasonable. Yeah. Heavyweight, probably like forty-one minimum. Okay. Uh, open stone, I would say at least a forty-foot minimum. Uh, maybe 41 
I'm just okay, trying to somewhere like, in there. Somewhere in there. Cause well, because you're gonna have specialists. There's not a lot of people that no. are pushing over 45, so that's why I'm like, I don't want to put it too far out. That it. Yeah. Well, and you're gonna have event specialists anyway. If someone's throwing a 140 foot light hammer, yep, even if it. their stone is Megan 39, like, you're still no gonna. No one's touching Megan's hammers. Like, okay, yeah. see you later, Megan. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> wanna go sit this event out? I'm gonna just save yeah, my I'm back. Yeah. I'm just gonna watch Megan throw over and over again. Yeah. Um, uh, Braymar probably like. If it's a good heavy Braemar, yeah. probably like 34 feet. Okay. 33, 34 feet. Um, what am I missing? Hammers? Sheaf? Sheaf got to be at least 25 feet. At least. I would say almost even higher. Like I, 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 I think I'm being generous with yeah. that, and that's only because I keep thinking every time I do a competition, we start at like 12 feet, and it's like... I'm going to go sit down and get cold. Yeah. Like... Especially, yeah. like, from your position, if you're going to go through in an open class, mm-hmm. good lord, you do it at the end of the year. And I mean, they want... it happens with WOB, too. I mean, that's why I think it would help having, like, this class, this is where you're going to start. Yeah. Like, you know, that's like why a you should... women's class, we're starting at 15 That's teams. why you should have a C class. Like, that is the whole reason. Oh, I've never gotten a WOB mark. Congrats. You're a C. You go through nine feet over there. Yeah. Like, we're not... It's rough when you're lumped in with everyone, and there's mm-hmm. the people that they're like, well, they're new throwers. They've never and if you have before. four new throwers, congrats. You get to wait through three throws of every height yes. on the way up there now, and it just... Yeah, it's... You'll be there for a very long yeah. time. I had a whole pitcher of beer before we finished Sheaf at Port before we even got to Wob. Right. Before I had to do anything. Well, like... Yeah. yeah. Like, Patty, where are you coming in tomorrow, or on Sunday on Sheaf? 27, 30... Uh, probably, yeah, probably 26, 27. Can't worry if it's doubles or triples. Right. Like, I'll come at 20. Least, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, like, 20 should be the minimum for, in my opinion, any... Honestly, maybe even B games. You're throwing a 16-pound chief. You should right. be able to throw it 20 feet. And if you no mark, be cool with no marking. Like, right. it's... It just is what it is. If, if you're, you're in an M game, it's not... Towards, too. So. I, I don't like the idea of a particip- participation trophy of, oh, it's their last game of the year and they haven't gotten a mark, so we're going to open it. 11 feet yeah. how about we don't um it takes a lot it's like you got to think about the people that set up the games that work hard all day long it's back to watering it and down for what value like yeah it just lengthens everyone's day it is a competition everyone. if you're here for the history there's a clan tent over there you can go spend your day with those guys and that's totally fine if that's the reason you show up to these things but not on the athletic field you should be able to do something athletic i'm not gonna go put my cat in the sheep herding fucking competition because it's a cat <laughs> That's not how this works. Like I'm gonna come in tomorrow like, and open up Wob at like fourteen feet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm rusty as hell. <laughs> yeah, how has your uh, side note? How's your throwing been? Because I haven't seen you in forever, and like I, really I had my own weird year of being off, so I didn't see a lot of people. I but... haven't really been throwing at all. I haven't really been lifting yeah. anymore. I actually do Brazilian jiu-jitsu. <laughs> I feel like so that's what happened with this wave of everyone doing jiu-jitsu after Highland like Games. Fat. It really did. Yeah. It really did, but it's really awesome, and it's a lot of It's fun. super... I did it years ago. I did it before it was cool. No, not for very long. I did, like, a couple of no-gi things, and it was... It's fun. Yeah. It's great exercise. That's yeah. That's all I know. Yeah. You end up sweaty, and you get to hurt people. Mm-hmm. You choke them out. It's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, you just go to sleep. Sweaty. Yeah. Choking. Yeah. Just go to sleep. Surprise naps. Um, <laughs> aggressive hugs. <laughs> Jiu-jitsu guys be like, come down here, bro. <laughs> Have you seen all the videos yes. of Derek Lewis where he's yes. like, what is a guard? Just stand up. Jiu-Jitsu's not real. And they're like, oh, okay. No, you go watch him. Derek Lewis just stands up. He's fighting UFC dudes, and when they get him down there, he just goes, yeah. fuck it. And he just plants an arm and just stands up, and they have to fall off of him because they don't know what to do. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty funny to watch. 
He just realizes he can't get out of it. He's like, I'll just stand up then. Yep. <laughs> if it's in your toolbox. Uh, um, cool. So you're rusty. You haven't been yeah. doing yeah. a lot. I love it. This is huh. going to be a fun few weeks. So I got this game. I'm going to throw in Lancaster PA next weekend. Sweet. And then I'm going to be up at Loon. Loon. Is that your schedule for the rest of the year? Probably. No, no, no <laughs> Radford, plan, no Richmond. I didn't plan anything for October. A couple of really cool guys have some sweet games October 21st. Oh, yeah? True. Yeah, we do. Come on. Where at? Rockville, Virginia. Okay. Come oh, on. I'll think about it. You should. It'd be super cool. You know the ADs. Oh, you, you'd probably win. <laughs> um, <laughs> poor Nina. We're never going to let her win a game. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, it will be super fun though, and it's at a it's at a fall festival. There's gonna be a pumpkin patch and corn oh, maces and all that's that. Cute, okay. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna throw pumpkins. You should. We're gonna throw pumpkins. That's so we're debating either throwing real pumpkins or we're gonna make concrete molds out of like the jack o' lantern uh, things that you can buy at like the dollar store, and just throw those as like a bonus event. It'll be fun. <laughs> throw the real pumpkins. I, I actually think with the concrete mold ones, I could put a shackle in it, and we, and we could do a pumpkin wait for distance. Like that'd be cool. Do it as a little thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we can make it happen. How much does it weigh? I don't fucking know. It weighs as much as a concrete pumpkin. I don't, yeah. Stop being a bitch. Yeah, maybe just fucking do it. Yeah, we could totally. I didn't even think of that. That's a good idea. All right. Blind okay. Back on track. The blind squirrel has found the nut. Yeah, that was Matt's good idea for the day, guys. Um, Bring back off. Shame you couldn't do that earlier in our business meeting about the game. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we had a good meeting. It was fine. Uh, Cool. So how? Let's see. What else was there? We've only been talking for forty minutes. This is really light for us. We gotta fucking. What do you want to talk about? How about that? What do, you, what do I want to talk about? I don't know. I don't, it's literally anything. You got <laughs> a thing, Matt? Favorite food. If you could eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would look. This is why Patty's here. Look at that filler content. I love tacos. This is the biggest smile we've had all night. <laughs> it <This> has. <laughs> In I mean, fact, I went to a taco place tonight and got tacos. Nice. I could eat Mexican every night. That's, that's a good answer. Yeah. Mexican is a... Is like, a s- but good tacos. Just well, yeah, if it's for the rest of your life and you get to pick, it should be a good taco. Yeah. That's an analogy for marriage. I want gas station sushi for yeah. the rest of my life. <laughs> and <laughs> diarrhea. Right. He, he has Crohn's. He already has diarrhea for the rest of his life. <laughs> toilet. He's not just... Jesus, real. <laughs> yeah. oh so the question we always ask is if you could wave a magic wand I kind of already touched on it but we're going to apply it one thing in the sport like tomorrow bam it's different change something not better or worse it could be publicity it could be an event it could be like perception it could be like it could be the color of the grass it's whatever the fuck you want like, it's a magic wand yeah I guess I wish more people knew about it mm. I okay. really do. I think that would change the name of the sport a lot. Get more publicity and stuff for it. That has ultimately been very on par with both of our answers yeah. in talking about it. Because I think however you go about accomplishing it, that's the end goal, right? Because yeah. if more people knew about it, you'd have more money, you'd have more athletes, you'd have more venues. You'd It would then spiral or waterfall, whatever metaphor you want to use, into fixing a whole lot of shit. Get those other athletes, those collegiate athletes that might be looking for something God, to do. I need to get. Like, I need I to, to turn pro this, before we get more college like, people in here. I didn't know about it until I got into Strongman, and we had a, a slam ball throw event, 
and Chad Clark was the the judge for it, and he was like, "Who are you? What, what have you done? What's your background?" And then he made yeah. me Miles wrestle for two years, yeah. and now here we are. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chad's gotten so many people into right. strength sports in general, but also the Highland Games. I love like Chad Clark so he's, much. he's he's fucking radagast, and he's amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. He really is. Hey, you never heard us make that metaphor? He's radagast. Yeah. He just sits in his woods and smokes pipe weed and Radigast talks to animals. Yep. Yeah, that's it, man. That's Chad to a T. All right. Um, well, then let's let's deep dive a little into tomorrow. How are you feeling? Like, what do you? Who's your what teammate? Do you th- My teammate's Wes. Oh, so who's Wes Kaiser? Never heard of him. Yeah, Wes Kaiser. <laughs> I wonder oh, which team will buddy, win. Buddy, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, are you guys feeling relatively confident? Oh, so this is a. Let's talk about team events. Actually, let's oh, backtrack. This is the best. So, I love team events. I think this is the coolest and one of the best things people have started to do with the Sweet. elite women in pro men. Do you think it still has room to grow or change in how they apply it? Or did they nail it on the first try? I mean, I think they've been doing pretty well. I think yeah. it's also a little hard, depending on the funds that you have to pay to get some people here. you got to do the best that you can. Yeah. Right? So, like, but regardless, I think they've, the ones I've been a part of have been doing it right. And I just think it's a great crowd pleaser. It is. Put on a great show. So is that like one of the best mediums, especially from the women's side that you found as far as still being entertainment, but still getting to do cool athletic pro level shit? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just, I love it. I just, you have a teammate you can like go back and forth with, mm-hmm. you shit talk the other teams with. Like, I think it was last year at Green Hill, me and who was I teammates with? Um, Not last year because Green Hill didn't exist. Was it two years Two ago? years ago. Yeah. Oh my God, it was two years ago. That's when I won. Oh, okay. Fuck you, I wasn't there. No, I, I wanted was to beat you. I won the last Green Hill. Oh, that was my first game ever was Green Hill. And now it's gone. And so it's coming back, it's but coming to, back. in a it's sense, yeah. Back. But uh, I was teammates with Jonathan, and we did, like, you know, buns. That's right. Y'all had, everyone had yeah. a different hairstyle. Yeah. That was how we. So I just think that's, like, a cute thing to do. I don't know. Draw yeah. People in. No, it's a, it's a good system. It's fun to watch. It, it, it takes a little bit of the pressure off, too. Because yeah. we're just. Because you can put it on Wes. No, I'm just kidding. But it's just, you know, you're strictly entertainment for the crowd. Like, yeah. I'm not really worried about my numbers that day. Like, I'm just there to have No, because if you get to throw three or four fun little team games, like, if you were going to put together a real hardcore season, doing three or four team games for fun to go do something cool isn't the end of the world. Like, it's neat. Yeah. There's no reason not to do it. I wish they did it at an AM level more often. I think that'd be fun. The only one I know of is Dave's Backyard Pillow Talk Games. And that makes it weird if you're not sleeping with the person you're competing with because it's called the Pillow Talk Games. And, like, what are we doing here, Dave? <laughs> pillow talking. Right? <laughs> just ASMR all day. Oh, I was supposed to talk quieter for this episode. I'm sorry. That's I didn't all right. do that. It's okay. Nikita's also loud. It's really your problem now. Yeah. You're the quiet one. They're just going to say, oh, the AC was too loud. We can't hear Matt. <laughs> we can't. His voice doesn't convert. I've bought several different kinds of microphones, and we've tried them all. It doesn't pick up. Really? Yeah, at it all. It's just so low. Yeah. It just hangs out down here, and nothing happens. Yep. And you need that mic, like, right No there. one's ever... It, we've tried it. We've done it where the mic is here and he's in the kitchen and people can say i know he walked away and i still heard his voice more and it's like okay fuck me that's fine like and then we did but we did it off camera no right. um like it sounds good in person i don't, I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. he smells nice sometimes right. um, i have radio voice on everything yeah, other than radio. if you guys are at vsg or ecc this weekend come sniff matt yeah um yeah. 
this can be a short one. I'm cool with it. That's it gives fine. me less to edit. Sure. But I really just we wanted to we we look we come off as talking a lot of shit about a lot of divisions, but we do it because we love the sport and we want it to grow. Yeah. And we don't have an honest way to get the opinion of a lot of female athletes because uh, we're dudes. Yeah. In case that wasn't. Oh really? I apparent. couldn't tell. Yeah, we're all pantsless right now, guys. You can't prove we're not. I still can't tell. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, she has that thermostat so low. Um, it's like, there is no tail. Have you seen Don't Mess with the Zohan? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, the average length of hair in this room is pretty long. <laughs> so, and I'm skewing it hard. Right. Um, yeah, so it, we wanted to get more female people on. We want to get more master's athletes on and like classes that we don't participate in to try and figure out are we just the assholes? Am I the asshole? Yeah, am I, this, this whole podcast <laughs> well, is a it, social experiment in am I the asshole? It's good. I mean, someone should. I think it's tough because I know I've had these conversations with a few ladies, mm-hmm. but that it's also fearful of sitting down and having that conversation mm-hmm. with some of the other ladies and knowing how people are going to react. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Like if screenshots got shared on social media or something crazy, wouldn't that just be weird? Not even that. It's just <laughs> blowback of like, yeah. some people have powers of like, hey, you competed at the games, you're not going to that games anymore. It was, and it's yeah. like, is that really worth the headache? Like, is it really no. worth the headache? Or should we all just talk? Look, I- if someone can't tell when someone genuinely loves this sport and is just saying what they're saying because they want it to be better, fuck that person. Mm-hmm. I don't... I, I've never said anything on this podcast because I hated anyone or anything. Uh, <laughs> vegans. Um, but we touched on that briefly the other day. But like, it's because we all want it to be better and we want all of the athletes. And I, we, we firmly believe, and I feel like you would agree... If you give the athletes the best thing, then the crowd by the action of doing that, de facto, that's the word I was looking for, will also have the best time. Mm-hmm. Like if you have a bunch of happy, kick-ass athletes at all your games, yeah. you're going to have a better game. Yeah. Like, people are going to stand there and watch longer. They're going to talk about it more. Like, They're going to come out and try cool. it. Yeah. If it looks fun. Yeah, no one wants to do something that looks like they can do. That's mm-hmm. boring. That's not fun. No one wants to do that. So it's... Uh, I don't know. I think some things need to be different. And unfortunately, we have to talk about it or it'll keep happening the same way. Yeah, and it'll change. It's just going to take time. I it's know, just but I'm be like so impatient. Past, even getting the women's to this elite status that they're getting now, finally, it's yeah. like... The fact that it took until even, like 2017 is wild. I mean, yeah, I started when I started in 2013, I was kind of like, what's and guess going what? on here? The like, sooner you actually do it, the sooner you will have good athletes, be they track and field or strongman or whatever other class of good athletes. If there's money over here, some of them will start to show up. And, like, then they'll fall in love with it and they'll just do it. But you got to have something to get them in the door. And if you're currently making a couple grand every other month going and placing in a strongman competition or a whatever else, you're not going to come over here and try this. No. We're way more fun. Way more fun. We're so much more fun. And, and honestly, it's not, like, to me, it was never always about, like, walking away and, like, I'm coming out in the positive with money. If I go someplace and they're covering my hotel and helping with my travel expenses, I was like, that's like 95% of the cost. The only that reason is the issue for these, these games, the only reason I ever want to go pro is to do my hobby for free. Yeah. I don't want to make that's money it. off of it. I just want to do my that's hobby it. for free because I, I love you. I love Matt. Jordan's okay. Like, <laughs> you know, like I, I want to go see the people that I like and go do the things that are fun that I enjoy doing. And like, 
Yeah. If someone paid for my hotel, that'd be really cool. Yeah. That was that was part of the reason for me to decide to go pro this year. Also, are you sharing a room with someone? No. I just thought of that. I was like, is someone no. going to come in and be very confused no. about whatever is happening right. no. over yeah. here? Yeah. <laughs> no. That was okay. part of the reason for me to decide to. The, there are two big ones. One, I wanted to travel with them more, right? Mm-hmm. And if my hotel's comped, then their hotel is comped because we're yep. in the same hotel room. Yeah, we'll all right? snuggle. Yeah, it's fine. We're, me and Patty are touching right now. But, uh, <laughs> and, but like the more important one for me for going pro is like I wanted to be in the competitive class, right? Because mm-hmm. I was tired of... Jeremy can attest to this going to games and it's after cable was over I'd already won yeah. and it didn't matter what you happened know. you know like it was I hate yeah. that Must and you kind of lose the momentum to want to do better I, like mm-hmm. yeah. to PR you're not going to PR at those games anymore yeah. until no. you're with the higher class of athletes that's no. going to push you I'm like, trying not to talk about you going pro too much because yeah. I want to save that for our other thing but keep Ooh, I'm not stopping oh, you I'm saying that I'm going to be quiet <laughs> well, because wait. there's more yeah <laughs> No, actually, we can talk about it a bunch because I think in the order I have our episode coming out and then Nikita's. So well, we fuck it, we'll talk about it. I'm so excited it. for you to oh. get out of this fucking class. Yeah. I'm so tired Someone of not. Someone else can win. Someone else can win. <laughs> like, the East Coast is free. It. It's like there's hope right. for me yet. I'll have the state. Right. You know, they they said winning the East Coast championships really matters, but I've never been to it, and I was gonna go on Sunday, but then uh, but then now I'm throwing pro the day before, so like. Does it matter? It sure mattered for yeah. me. So, and like I really wanted to win VSG for a number of years, and it'd still be fun. But honestly, at this point, if I can just keep qualifying for ECCs, why would I throw VSG the day before? Yeah, that's there's no point. I, I I thought it was really cool the history it had behind it, and the reason you get the prizes that you get if you win VSG yeah. is like really neat. Yeah. Like I'm not a historian of the sport. I like the athletic side more than the history of it. I think there's a big delineation between those kinds of people. But at the same time, I was like. I don't need to anymore. Like, and VSG is kind of an easy game to show up and win because all the good people are thrown on Sunday. I just wanted to start losing again. Yeah. Like, I, I hate Humble it. Humble yourself. I'd like yeah. to win a little more often. More than once or twice a year would be kind of cool. In a row. I don't need to run train on the East Coast. Oh. I just would like to. Oh, it's. Do you know, I did everyone here's paperwork for this, right? And so, like, I had to write out my game wins on the little sheet, right? Wrote my two. And then I get to Patty's, and I write, like, what, six or eight, you know? Whatever. Over the years, like, a reasonable list. And then I didn't have enough fucking room for him. <laughs> I'm trying to write tinier. I'm making I'm another line. I actually did it, because, like, yeah. I never will I'm trying to keep... Look, he got a pro invite, and Alex is happy, all right? It's working out for everyone. I know, that is the key, make Alex so, happy. You're fucking what? No, I'm just kidding. Love, you're you're good at Alex. throwing, it's not me. But, look, all I can do is make people laugh. I can't throw that far yet, so... Trying to be really good looking and funny, right. and I'm only doing one of those. Um, Dude, humor shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's been fun. Anything else? Anything in life that you want to talk about? Like, what's how I tell you what, you had a, a rather long like off season. Are you planning on like really diving back into throwing? Or are you not sure yet? Like, what? Where does it stand priority wise for you I'm right not now? Sure, yeah, I actually really want to compete in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Okay. So that's probably gonna be my next thing I do. Okay. I really enjoy. it. I'm gonna tell Emily lives. to take up Jiu Jitsu, so you guys can I go. Will mur- <laughs> I roll with pretty much grown ass men all the time, so I don't get to roll with women that often. Yeah. So. But. It's mm. a fun mm. experience. Sweet. Humbly. All right. Cool. Good to know. Then that's. Yeah. 
You're not doing the Women's World Championship that's coming up. Is that this weekend? Then you're that's, definitely not fucking doing it. That's in Pleasanton this year. Yeah. And it's happening, like, tomorrow, I think. So, yeah, you're not yeah. going. No, no, Blake, I know it's California. It's nice. No? Oh, oh. weird. <laughs> Just yo-yo back. The time, look, there's a time difference. You can make it up. You'll be fine. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure yeah. there's a way we can time dilate this with a black hole. Sure. I can talk you about that, but you you slaughter cows for a living. Shut <laughs> up! Man. I can talk. I can talk about Pleasanton, but I would not want it recorded. All right, we're we're gonna go off air, ladies and gentlemen, and then we're just gonna talk about really cool stuff. <laughs> Another real podcast. <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait! I had a fun noise for this one because you always get to do the fun noise. I can't. No, do your noise. It's fine.